0: Hey, you're listening to the Indie Music Diaries. Casual conversations with real musicians. Whether you're a singer songwriter playing in pubs, a drummer from an up and coming metal band, or just making beats in your bedroom, the Indie Music Diaries is for you. Documenting the rise of the working musician, these conversations are designed to inform, educate, and entertain, while celebrating the diversity among creative artists. Each story is unique and every journey is different. Hosted by Australian solo artist Atlas Eyes, this is the Indie Music Diaries. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Indie Music Diaries. It's the podcast where I chat to fellow artists about life in music. My name is also known as the artist Atlas Eyes. And joining me for episode 11 is Brandon Atkins. Now, Brandon, he, he and I are actually longtime friends. We've been friends since high school. And we used to host a community radio show together and i don't do that radio show anymore but we hosted it for almost five years and brandon has years of experience in radio and he was someone that i wanted to get on the podcast for a while because i wanted to do something a bit different rather than just talking to an artist talk to someone that's sort of just on the outside of, of the music bubble but has a lot of dealings when it comes to music brandon and i at our local community radio station would play a lot of music from local artists and and the great thing about community radio is it's a great launch pad for up-and-coming artists to sort of get known in your area, get some airtime, get some airplay in your local area. And we had a lot of dealings with, with local artists that would send our music in. So in this chat, Brandon dives into sort of what he's looking for when, when independent artists pitch music to him directly. And he's also dealt with bigger artists as well, bands like um, MKTO, Last Dinosaurs, um, and a whole bunch of other ones. We, we touch them in the podcast. Um, but as I mentioned, we used to host a radio show t- together. So our banter is, um, is as crisp as ever, as you'll see in this episode. But if you're an artist, I really, really hope you get something out of this and maybe learn something about what it means to pitch your song to radio stations or blogs if you are looking to do that. But before we jump in, my song of the week recommendation. This is, wow, number 11. And it's going to be a song from this band from the States that I discovered actually a few years ago though. But they're one of those like bands that just came across my Discover Weekly. Um, They're called The Wildlife and their track, which is one of the newer newer ones actually is called How To Move On. Really boppy track. If you're into the 1975, Lauve, Troye Sivan, that sort of thing, they just make some really cool, slick indie pop music it's good stuff so that'll be on the indie music diaries playlist which you can of course find on spotify which contains all the songs from artists that feature on the podcast as well as my song recommendations but let's jump into the podcast right now it's episode 11 of the indie music diaries right here whether you're listening on youtube spotify or apple podcasts i hope you enjoy my chat with brandon atkins enjoy how are you doing brandon i'm fabulous Locklet. how are you I'm very well. I'm very well. And let's, let's, let's jump straight into it in terms of uh, how we know each other. And uh, I, I would have done a little little spiel in the intro, sort of touching on how we know each other. But let, let's hear it from your mouth. Uh, how do we know each other? What's our history, Brandon? From
1: my mouth? Okay, well, I guess we've got, we, <laughs> we went to school with each other. We went to high school with one another. Um, and then after high school, uh, we've been you know, good friends ever since. We left high school, what, six years ago? which is just crazy to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so as soon as I, high school finished, I said to you, I said, look, I'm going to go into radio. I want to do this radio show. You want to tag along for, for the ride? And you're like, yeah, let's do it. So you and I did a radio show together every week for four and a half years up until about end of last year end of 2019 and then you decided not nah, i've had enough uh i'm sick of you throwing me under the bus every show and then you started left. my
0: own podcast
1: it you started <laughs> your own podcast so but we've been friends ever since like what 2008 so yeah. is, that a good, is that a good description for you Lachlan? what about oh,
0: perfect us? perfect that sums it up perfectly oh, and uh i mean i i'm just thinking back now it's, it's funny because like when we came into high school and started the radio show it's mm. i'm just trying to think if i i mean i didn't have any radio experience um, I don't Nor know if you I. had any. I, th- I think I in high school I remember doing like a couple like voiceovers for some things. Like I remember for our year twelve um final um oh, assembly right. thing show. like you we put you you remember which you put I together found,
1: some which I actually found last week. I kid yeah. you not. I stumbled across it and I went, Wow, this is just nostalgic right here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I always liked, like, I was into drama and everything. So mm. I think that's where the the whole voice thing came from. Yeah. And then, yeah, I remember voicing that. I'd love to hear it because it'd be so cringy. It'd be so it, bad. You know,
1: what? I'm not going to lie. I've cringed on your behalf hearing <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> so bad. Um. Yeah, no, but that's so good. But yeah, we hosted this radio show for like four and a half years, which is a long time. That long time. It was a long running show. And mm. um, for people that don't know, it was sort of, it was like, I guess I'd call it like a variety show almost. Yeah. I mean, it was mainly focusing on music. We play a lot of pop music, um, chat to people,
1: chatting to people, relatable stuff to our audience. Uh, yeah, Yeah. it was, yeah. Variety probably sums it up in one word.
0: Yeah. And the musical guests that we had on, what I Mm -hmm. liked about the show is it like, it was, it was pretty non-discriminatory in terms of like level of artists. We had like local artists, I mean, it was a community radio station here on the central coast, but yeah. so we had, we we're connecting with local artists, but we, we had, I mean, what were some of the biggest artists we had on? We had last dinosaurs, Australian MKTO, band, MKTO from the States, um, was, cub, sport. cub sport, um, yep. who else do
1: we have when you were on? Oh, we had a lot of local guests like Alaska boy soda. I mean, Alaska, yeah. been on this podcast, your first guest, yeah. um, who else was on? Oh, we've had we had quite a few Echo Smith, Ava Max. You, mm. you and I interviewed Ava Max together, so mm. yeah. there was a plethora of artists that we got to chat to together, which was really good.
0: Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I mean, over the past five years, I mean, you even more so than me, but we both had the had the experience of of, of chatting to artists, and I guess that's sort of I think I think looking back, I think that's what led me to start this podcast as well, like talking to artists on that radio show, and I was like. Man, I want to like keep doing that. It's sort of fun. Like, so I was instrumental,
1: I guess, in launching this podcast. For you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> if it
0: wasn't, if it wasn't for four and a half years on Coast FM, I probably wouldn't have gotten into <laughs> the whole podcasting world. But um, when it comes to that's that's, I think that's the main reason why I put you down. I remember when I started this podcast, I put down like a list of people that I want to get on. Um, even though we know each other personally I knew yeah. you'd be a great guest because you're really deep into that radio world and in terms yeah. like you've got a lot of contacts and talking to artist management and yeah I, I thought it'd be little interesting little like little indie music and all that. yeah and <laughs> indie music diaries it doesn't necessarily have to be like just artists talking about music and songwriting like I feel like it probably get boring if I just did that every single week um, but yeah sort of t- touching on the radio side and people that are sort of in the music sphere but not necessarily the musicians the creators mm-hmm. um, yeah it's an interesting place to be in so what have you have t- tell people about your your upbringing in terms of music have you always been into music um, you know it what what came first the passion for music or the passion for for radio and presenting I-
1: I think the passion for music. I have always loved music. And, you know, every time a song was released on the radio or on iTunes back in the day, you know, I would always be eager to hear what the song is. And I don't know, I think just sort of over time through school, I knew that, you know, my love for, I wanted to share my love for music, but I wasn't sure in what way. Like, I'm not musically you know, proficient like yourself and other guests on this podcast. Sure, I know how to play the piano, but I don't know how to play guitar. I can't sing. You know, the next best instrument for me might be the triangle, the tambourine, um, but all the maracas maybe. That sounds something, something, something right up my alley. Um, but yeah, I think... You know, over sort of high school, I wanted to sort of narrow down w- how I wanted to share my love for music. And I thought radio is the best opportunity, I think, because other people, yeah, people, it's a good medium. People listen to the radio. And yeah, I just, I it all just sort of stemmed from there. And, you know, looking back on, you know, let's say this time, Seven years ago, when you and I were in Year Eleven, I you know didn't even dream I'd have my own radio show, you know, talking to a, a plethora of artists and you know mm. sharing my love for music with other people, not only here on the coast but around the world. So it just it blows my mind every day.
0: That's right, and like yeah, even though it is a, just a local community radio station, like you've obviously it's, it obviously gets into podcast form mm. and people can listen to it around the world. So mm. it's it's really cool to sort of you know.
1: it's a a pinch it's a pinch me moment for myself because you know doing a show obviously you know you people here on the central coast are listening to it but you know i looked at my podcast stats last week 15 countries mm. listen to the show and it's like what people in switzerland are listening to what i'm doing here in australia Mm. just yeah it still blows my mind
0: (laughs) imagine that and imagine if there was like a like a a Facebook page gets started up. It's like a web of fans in Switzerland. <laughs> it's like a Switzerland fan group. they um, oh, have got, God, pi- got pictures of your face, faces of, of your face all over the walls. It's
1: just like uh, that <laughs> episode where Homer is uh, slapped onto uh, a Japanese cereal. Japan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Yeah. So, so good. Um, Yeah. So uh, that, that, that is interesting to hear sort of, yeah, the passion there for music. I mean, when I think back to it, I mean, even in high school, I think we'd talk about music a lot and that Mm. that was something that would come up. And what I, what I think I liked about, uh, about our relationship, especially when it came to music is that you were, I had a lot of friends that were like into like sort of, uh, you know, like more of the indie alternative stuff. Mm. Um, which you are too, I know as well, hmm. but you were, you're, you're very up to date with the, with the, with the pop side of things. So pop, Justin yeah. Bieber dropped a new single, which, you know, because I'm into sort of both sides. I'm into the indie yeah. sort of Triple J stuff and then the pop stuff as well. You're really up to date with that sort of stuff. So.
1: I think you're very, like splitting down the middle, 50-50. You know, I like, making,
0: to, I like you to think, so. I like to hope so
1: you've got your hand in the indie era and you've got your hand in the pop era. Whereas for me, mine would kind of be more like a 70, 30 or maybe 75, 25. So yeah, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic you and I have because, you know, you'll tell me of a song that I've never heard before. You're like, Oh, lost dinosaurs, you know, I'm like, you know, you know, lock it lie, you know, two or three years ago, I had no idea who they were. Um, whereas I'd come running up to you going, Harry Styles has just dropped his album. You're like, what? Like, so mm. yeah, you're right. Our sort of dynamic between uh, the two of us is, it's interesting. It's unique when it comes
0: to music. Mm, yeah. And, and even just thinking of sort of our, our relationship now, which is sort of, um, you know, rather than being two radio co-hosts now, it is interesting sort of me being the artist and you being the radio person. Like I, it's, Mm. I I really value that because it it gives me like an insight into sort of, well, I guess that that I've been in that world. I sort of know what it's like, um, in terms Mm. of when it comes to talking to artists. Um, yeah, no, it, it is interesting, but what I did want to dive into, especially today in our chat with you is, is when it comes to, to communicating with, with artists and, I, I think I think we'll touch first of all on like sort of the smaller independent level artists, and then maybe talk to talk about like the bigger ones, which would be pretty interesting to chat about and reveal some secrets um, about about what that's like, sort of grabbing those bigger artists. But I mean, I know I know personally, like on the show, we've had we've had um, like local artists contact us directly, um, which is something that independent yep. artists um, like to do and can do. So tell us about that process in terms of like. Have you had like many local artists contact you over the years? And and what is that process like? Do you often say yes to a lot of them? Yeah.
1: Um, Look, I I won't lie. I don't say yes to all of them. And I think because you know this person, but obviously people watching and listening to this don't know this. I'm quite picky in terms of what music I want heard on the show uh, and who I want to hear. Uh, who I want to hear that song, I guess. Um, But in terms of the process, it's, it's easy as like people either hit me up on Instagram, they just slide into the DMS um, or, you know, they'll find my, I'll give them my email or something. I don't know. I don't know how, how that sort of eventuates them having my email, but um, yeah, they'll just sort of hit me up and go, look, Hey, I've got this song. Would you mind checking it out? I'd love your feedback on it. And you know, it sort of goes from there because I like to provide feedback and go, look, this song's really good know, I love the melody of it. You know, the harmony is, you know, it's on point, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's kind of sort of figuring out if it is right for the show and right for my demographic. And most of the time, yes, it does fit, but some of the times it doesn't. But in the instance where it doesn't fit, I always like to provide an alternative for them and go, look, I know of this person that might be interested I'll mm. I'll push it forward because I believe at the end of the day everyone deserves a go and deserves to have their music promoted and you know put out there for everyone to hear whether it's through me and my show or someone else's show or another sort of form of uh, media um, yeah so it happens. It used to happen quite a lot. It doesn't happen as much now. Like I think it's sort of, it's sort of dwindled a little bit um, because it's just sort of diff- there's more avenues to get music out there these days. Like you, you look at TikTok, for instance, mm. you, you upload a 15 snippet of a 15 second snippet of a song to TikTok and it just takes off. So, mm. um, but yeah, the process it's, it's a quick process um, and it's probably quite an efficient process too. Cause you, I mean, you know me, I'm glued to my phone 24 seven. It's, it's always in reach. Somewhere, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's an interesting thing, and actually, it was good that you brought up the point of uh how sort of people are using different mediums now, and the the tick TikTok thing. I mean, TikTok is just crazy. Oh yeah, I'm 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 on TikTok, and and it's and you just never know what's gonna blow up. No, like just like I've 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 uploaded things. I've uploaded things in the past where I'm like, oh, this is sort of cool and funny. (laughs) like not that i'm like you know talking myself up or anything but like i was like oh no yeah this is a cool idea and it literally gets like one or two likes and and it like doesn't get any plays at all yeah what like the algorithm just does not pick it up and then you'll up and then i'll upload like something that's like not necessarily that i think is that good and then like it gets like a thousand plays in like an hour and like what is going on yeah um you can't pick it with TikTok. it's a bit crazy uh but that it is interesting and i guess i guess i mean it is fair to say i mean actually this will be interesting it's fair to say that, that that sort of the radio world is maybe not as i don't want to say dying because that's a bit of maybe a bit too oh, brutal thanks. but 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 not that it's dying but it, it's evolving and it's it's not it's probably not what it used to be especially with the rise of social media uh short form content is becoming obviously a lot obviously a lot more popular having no, you said can... that podcast podcasts are becoming increasingly popular i think as well
1: well no you're right like in terms of going backtracking to the whole radio thing it's important for you know different forms of media to evolve to suit the changing landscape of society you know and i think radio has done that brilliantly that's just obviously my opinion other people might want to disagree go for it you know at, at me or whatever um but you're right and like You know, five years ago, podcasts weren't really a thing. You know, it just goes to show how quick the landscape changes. It really just, it just, you know, you would not have picked it. You know, who knows what this time next year will have. You know, let's say flying cars were going to be here in 2000. That hasn't happened yet. Maybe 2021 might be the year. But Maybe. But you're right. Like, it is important for all forms of difference. Uh, media outlets to evolve with the time like TV has evolved you know got now got Netflix and you know Amazon and all that radio if you miss a radio show you can podcast it and you know have it at the palm of your hand anywhere anytime and you know you can like TikTok for instance got, I, I like bringing this up because it is a really an example that's a different sort of social media and how that's brought people together you know like all these rising influences are now got a cult following on Instagram, you know, it all sort of intertwines with each other.
0: It, Yeah. And, and I, I think, I think artists have to make sure that they do stay on their feet in terms of keeping up with the, with the trends and everything. Yeah. You sort of have to be, you know, across all the platforms. Oh, you can't course. just be committing to one thing. Oh, of course. Um, but, it, it, but it is interesting. But
1: so, much, yeah. but so, much, so much so, it becomes a full-time job mm. in itself. Totally. You know, you're having a post, you having know, to post this to Facebook, you know, at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I'm on the gram. Twitter, mm. Snapchat, if that's still a thing, I don't know. Um, Pinterest, if people use that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then TikTok, like, it's kind of like a full-time job to promote yourself and... Do all the stuff to get your brand out there, get your music mm. out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what I've learned so far from my sort of journey as an artist, which I mean, it hasn't even been a year yet. It's been what ten months now. Well, is that yeah. So it's it's it has been interesting, and yet yeah, it, it's taken up more time. The social media side of things alone has taken up more time than I expected. Mm. And I'm really into that. And I think I've made that clear on this podcast already. That I'm like, you're into like I, the I like marketing and social
1: yeah. media side of things.
0: Yeah, I'm really interested into that and social media and everything. Um, and I'm still, I'm I'm like, not that I'm perfect at all. Like I'm just learning and I'm I'm really curious about how it all works, but yeah. And then, and then when you get into like the sponsored things, like doing advertisements, I've only run a couple ads in the past, like on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it seemed to work a little bit, I guess the, the bigger budget, the more return you're going to see, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so much to dive into there. Um, but yeah, just, just backtracking to, to, I think my, my initial point I raised about sort of local artists approaching you. It is interesting how local artists are still acknowledging that radio is maybe a legitimate, you know, medium that they have, yeah. to, they have to go for. And yeah. I, I guess, I guess, so, um, for the radio station that we were on and that you're still on, you're in their building right now, actually, coast FM podcast. 963 <laughs> in, uh, in Gosford, central coast, Australia. Um, I don't, it's a the community-
1: flight, I don't want people coming, knocking on the
0: door. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> um, but it's, um, it's a community radio station. Mm. So it's all about being connected with the community, local artists.
1: Um,
0: and yeah, I, I think the station, and I think community radio stations are a good, um, are an important thing for local artists oh. because they might feel a bit scared, a bit intimidated when it comes to contacting, maybe some of the bigger mainstream radio stations. Yeah. So I think community radio is a nice little uh, step just for but, them to.
1: And you, Well, of course. And you've got to start somewhere too. You have mm. to start somewhere. No, you know, you can sort of knock on the door of the big stage and go hey I've got a song because you never know what's the worst they're going to say no that's fine you find another place to sort of promote your music mm. but community rodeo is really important and obviously for Central Coast based artists or you know even Sydney and Newcastle based artists to sort of Go around sort of the area and, you know, start your brand, you know, start small, get sort of get on the radar with a few people and then sort of expand slowly and see where that goes. You know, I, I don't like to gloat here, but I think you and I were very instrumental in helping launch Sammy Constantine, who was a dear friend to us to get out there because when we first, you know, found her or discovered her sort of around late 2015, early 2016. Mm -hmm. She was only on Triple J Unearthed. She'd only just uploaded a couple of tracks and then, you know, we picked her up, gave her a track, a couple of spins, got her on for a little chit chat and all that. Mm -hmm. Her producer at the time, Aaron Lee, who's a good friend of ours as well was helping promote her in different ways whilst doing his own music project too. And so... And you look at Sammy now, like she's taking the world by storm. She's mm. played on all these commercial stations around Australia. S-
0: supported Rita Ora.
1: Supported Rita Ora on her tour as well. So, you know, it just goes to show sometimes the power mm. that community radio has in, you know, starting these local artists. Another one, Alaska, who I've mentioned before and has been on this program as well. You know, she uh, she's had songs that's featured on Netflix TV shows, mm. you know. Yeah, and, she, you know, and she's making music here on the sunny Central Coast. So it's it's a brilliant pool of talent we have on the coast. And community radio is just, uh, that's, that's one of the things why I like doing the show. I mean, I don't get paid for it, but I enjoy doing it because I get to share music. I get to share artists with people listening. So mm. then they too can add their music to their Spotify playlist and it just goes from there.
0: Totally, yeah, and even as you are like talking about that, I totally like, like it made me realize, like, like I already knew as I mentioned before, like the importance of community radio. But as you mentioned, like we we really helped kickstart a lot of those artists' career. Not mm. not saying that it was completely up to us, but but it, it, we played an important role in sort of um, getting their name out there and just helping them out. And that's and that's
1: rewarding yeah. at the end of
0: the day. Totally, to- yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When you see that, you go, "Oh man!" Like, and and you know, you develop a, a relationship, like a personal relationship with those artists, like, the, like Sammy and Alaska and and, yeah. all, and all that. Like, we know them personally now. So it's, and yeah, that like it's crazy. like 2015, I think when we first um, was we talking to Sammy Constantine, wow, it was like five years ago. Yeah, so that's, nuts. It is nuts. It is nuts. But um, I I think would would you say that that wh- for for what are your tips for for it's coming from the radio side, so the other side of the other side of things, what are your tips for for up and coming artists that are maybe quite new, have their first song ready to go? Um, when it comes to pitching, maybe to a local, just a local radio station, what do you want to hear from that local artist?
1: I want to. It's you got to kind of think of it. You're a salesperson. You're trying to sell me a product. Why should I be interested? in your product so you know think carefully about how you want to pitch it towards me how, what's the selling point um but also i think also as well we want to hear the track as well so don't just say oh you know hi i've got this track coming out you know i think you really like it let, hmm. let me listen to the track you know and i think also too it's important for artists to you know be open to constructive criticism you know you know, they might want to have this track played on this radio station or, you know, next door's radio station, but it might not fit that brand. So I think it's important that you have an open mind because at the end of the day, you're going in with nothing. Okay. And then at the end of the day, you come out with, you know, maybe an interview with myself or whoever, a spin on the radio, or you come out where you started before. You, you haven't lost anything. And mm. I think, yeah, it's, you're being a salesperson, you're selling your own product. You've got to pitch hard. Be yourself as well. Don't be some fake pretentious person, you know, be yourself because that's what we want to see at the end of the day. It's you at the end of the day.
0: Mm, yeah. And, and, and I know um, some people might think that sounds like I'm um, quite uh cliche. cliche and, but it's so true. It's so true. And it makes sense too. If you, especially if you're getting, if, if, if you're like, you know, on a really big radio show and you're getting like potentially hundreds of requests a day, a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to stand out and the best yeah. way to do that is just be yourself. Cause obviously we're all different. Yeah. And, and, and I think really lean into that as well. That's what I'm trying to do with Atlas Eyes. I'm sort of trying to lean into just what makes me me and, and like be unapologetic for what makes me weird and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think it.
1: But do you find it yourself? Do you find it difficult to pitch mm. Atlas Eyes? to whatever form of media it is? Or have you had much experience in doing that?
0: I haven't had much. I've, uh, as of the time of this recording, of this podcast release, um, I've just got the one single out so far. Mm. And to be honest, I didn't actually push it that much. I, didn't, I wasn't submitting it to many radio stations or blogs or anything.
1: But why were you kind of nervous? mm -hmm. I suppose in terms of, you know, maybe getting rejection from radio stations or, or was it a confidence Mm -hmm. thing? Like how was it on your end? I don't,
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's, I, I, I think, I think honestly, I sort of, I mean, it sort of sounds bad, but I almost wanted to just get that first song out of the way. I think when it's your first song and there's literally nothing else for the, for the, recipient to yeah. to go off it's sort of hard to have that trust there and i sort of wanted to just put out one we're talking at the time is almost just like an icebreaker not that i don't like the track it's a great track and i'm really stoked oh, yeah. with it and a lot of people really really enjoyed it which is mm. cool um but i i sort of wanted to do to do that first and then maybe the next track sort of
1: but Cal- so kind like, of like put yourself on the map in a, in a m- yeah in a yeah way
0: yeah that's what i thought i mean in hindsight i probably could have i probably should have done maybe a bit more pushing in terms of sending it out to radio um radio stations blogs Well, and you've all had
1: all one radio interview which wasn't had, actually me believe it or not
0: no it wasn't but it was on the same radio station homebrewed um station. The, yeah so so yeah and I th- I, that was like one of the only ones that i that i hit up because i know i knew they said mentioned ages ago that they would that they would be keen because yeah. i mean i know the guys personally as well so yeah, yeah. um but yeah so I'm, I'm sort of thinking about it in that way which again i'm like i don't want to sound like an expert like when I, even though i'm hosting this podcast like the great thing about indie music tires is it's just like a learning thing for me as well just like yeah, kind of talking of to different people in the industry so that's what i but that's what i did i decided not to push it as much and sort of just use it as just like a great as i mentioned like an icebreaker yeah and then you know build off there just put as you as you said put myself on the map yeah um but yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about before or what our question was. Something about pitching
1: artists to artists. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: actually, yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question. Um, I th- can't remember if you mentioned this at, at the top. I don't think we did. Brandon has experienced at major radio stations, including Nova, WSFM, Kiss FM in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, random question: mm-hmm. Do do will independent artists ever pitch their songs to big radio stations like that? Yeah. they? Yeah. Like, yes. Even like really small artists. Yep. They do. Ah. And how often will they get picked up?
1: uh, I guess it kind of depends on the radio station. So um, uh, there was this artist that uh, I've featured on my show many times. I would consider her a dear friend, Chelsea Warner. Mm. Um, you know of Chelsea Warner. Um, she recently had a song called Back On My Bullshit. Brilliant song. Uh, sorry, I wasn't I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this. Not? No, no, totally. Go oh, for
0: good, it. Good, good. I don't know if,
1: you, don't know if there was a, yeah, a little, maybe. Not my at all. a little E. <laughs> podcast. Um, But yeah, so she pitched the song to me and she's been on the show many times. And then a week later, she was on The Edge, which was a station that, you know, I work at too. And I thought, wow, you know, that's brilliant that, you know, she, you know, is a small independent artist. Boom, she's on The Edge. Another one too, um, Georgia Kay, she's been on my show as well. Brilliant young girl. Um, She featured on Kiss FM. And I think it all, as I said, goes back to the original point. It depends on what station you're pitching for. If it's the right demographic um, and right fit for the station, like you wouldn't pitch an R and B song to a radio station. that plays songs from the seventies. It just, it doesn't mix well. Um, but in Georgia's instance, it worked really well with kiss because there's a show called planet Oz, which gets played I think every week. And it just focuses on Australian music. Now, it could be Keith Urban and Jessica Malboy's new song. And then Sammy Constantine gets a play and then Georgia K. So yes, there is a success rate in pitching to the big radio stations. Um, it, you've just got to do your research and make sure you pitch into the right one and it fits the brand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point as well. Cause I think maybe for some artists, they might just be like, oh, I just like, I'll just throw it at every radio station. I'll just like send the same yeah. like email.
1: No, you're going to be, it's going to be personalized. Mm. As I said, it goes back to the original point. You're a salesperson, pitch it, but you've got to do research, make sure it fits the brand. Because if you're pitching a R and B song to a station that plays 70s tracks, well, you're not going to get a play on that station.
0: True. True. It makes sense. Um, Yeah. I like, I, I never really would have considered doing that just because I guess um, I I just assume there wouldn't be much of a success rate. I imagine that they get so many requests, but you never know. Oh, they yeah, would.
1: It, they would. But it's you've got to stand out. It's like a job application. You know, mm-hmm. one per, there's one job, but three hundred people go for it. Why should we pick you? in, you know, to either do the job or yeah, so it, true. On what context it is. Yeah, to stand out above the crowd.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you've had plenty of big ready experience in that in that sort of world. Two, years. I mean, is is good as well um when it speaking of major radio stations i guess triple j is a big one of course when it comes to independent artists in australia that's sort of, of the place i remember i was speaking to um i had a meeting with 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 um a pr um someone that was in pr this was when i was in my previous band him and her this was years ago we had a meeting with someone from pr in sydney and um she she said like triple j is like number one like you Oh, that, of course. that's, that's in, in in Australia that's triple j sort of runs runs the whole music world yeah um and it's and it's great like triple j on earth that's sort of a great um, format to a, a a great platform to get yourself on oh, of course tracks on. and, and they and they're great because i mean there's, a, there's obviously just the triple j on earth radio station which just plays purely on earth tracks as well but we've seen we've seen artists sort of get a quite quite the following even just from triple j i mean even we think again yeah. local artists Allura. She's the big one that I that my mind goes to in terms oh, of getting of getting big players on Triple J. Um, she gets she gets played regularly on Triple J now. Um, the Million the Band yes. also from the coast, they um they get regular players on Triple J. I see all the time as well. Um, so th- they're sort of the main oh, dogs. Have
1: uh, on Triple J as well.
0: Mm, yeah. 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 They're, and and I, th- I think I think when it comes to Triple J, I think that's sort of the number one place for independent artists if if you're listening if you're an independent artist in Australia and you're not on triple j you have to get on triple j i don't know yeah. have um, your
1: song been featured on triple j yet
0: i have but guess what i'm going to be public about this because i'm still sorting it out i'm having this problem mm. this is like abc abc support right now um, i'm having this <laughs> weird problem I'll be totally honest i uploaded my track and i set up my artist page atlas size mm. but for some reason when you go to click on the like the songs there cool and it's getting reviews, cool. But when you go to click on Atlas Eyes, the artist, it takes me to another band called Atlas Bound. Oh, so uh, it's not—it's not it's not, an, it's not an artist with the same name. It's an artist with a similar name. And I've tried contacting them, and they're not replying to anything. <laughs> so I'm actually in a bit of a predicament. And yeah, I don't know why I'm opening up my my technical issues on the podcast openly. But I'm yeah, I'll not,
1: have well, to. I'm just going to try and search it now.
0: Do it. Actually, do it. Maybe they've fixed it. To be honest, I haven't checked in, in like a Search week or so. Is
1: it on Triple J on Earth, did you say?
0: It's on Triple J on Earth, yeah. So,
1: right. one,
0: we're talking the time, my debut single is up there I'll right now.
1: I'll just type in Atlas Eyes. Yeah, I'll type it out. Yeah,
0: do that. Do that. Actually, do that. Yeah. And see if it comes cool. up. This will be interesting. But, yeah, some.
1: Yeah, you some come up. It's actually the top one.
0: It, it, c- can you click on my profile? On. I don't
1: know if you can see or it. Or let's,
0: let's, let's, let's get a Let's get a make this, Yeah.
1: Um, click on the profile, artists, Atlas Eyes. Oh, it does too. Takes it at Atlas bound electric. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah,
0: which is down. obviously a big problem for me. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a pro- which is weird, right? So I don't know if I've done something wrong. Anyway, I better sort that out. It's uh, the listeners <laughs> not care. Listeners, if you're an artist and you're putting your stuff in triple zero notes, make sure that you're you don't get linked to the wrong page. But yeah, I'll, 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 I'm tab. gonna make sure I sort that out. <laughs>
1: I like how in your tags you've got 1975, mm-hmm. Lao, Troy Savan, Arctic Monkeys, and Last Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And then you put your full name in there too. Why'd you put your full name in there for?
0: Uh, because some people may not know Atlasize and may just know my name. And if they search, I guess, you know, Atlasize and me, my name is also it's the same person. So.
1: Art, selling yourself, smart.
0: Indeed. I mean, I mean you've got your full name in your public. Persona, I guess
1: I I didn't, <laughs> didn't even think of that till now Yes, I do uh, yeah. on uh,
0: air With with Brandon Atkins, we know clearly who it's with Yes um,
1: But you were on the show as
0: well Indeed, but my name was never included in the show in, That's uh, a fun we know fact though, It's
1: been an issue for five, five <laughs> minutes, so We know that
0: It would have been a tongue twister though It would have been on air with Brandon Atkins and Lockie Rayside It was like, it
1: was would like I would have renamed the whole show But you know, you left anyway, so I would have had to revert back to the anyway, so Yeah,
0: there you go <laughs> um but yeah this has been a great chat so far and i hope really uh, insightful for some artists mm. um but i mean what else can we touch on in terms of the radio side of things uh, was is there anything any other pieces of, of advice that you'd give to um oh, actually no yeah actually because i did want to talk about bigger artists as well actually i totally forgot about that let's touch on sort of the bigger artists okay. how does that because because what you do then is that the radio person approaches them right? Have you, have you ever had big artists offered to you? And, and also what is it like when it comes to contacting those bigger artists? Is it always successful?
1: Uh, I, I'll start off in terms of, have I had artists come to me? Yes, I have. And they come through obviously record labels. So obviously Dua Leapers not hitting me up in my, you know, <laughs> Instagram DMs. Going, sliding hey, into the uh, DMs. No, no. So record, uh, record, uh, um, record label, sorry hit me up and sort of go hey they've got this song coming out would you like to be interested another way that record labels do it too they send out a weekly email that sort of shows what tracks are they're wanting to push for the week and then i guess from there i make the first move and go oh i see x y and z's doing this track what's the chances of doing a, a chat with them and I think the success rate in that would probably be about 60% because sometimes talent are only scheduled or sort of earmarked for bigger radio stations, like, you know, down in Sydney or in Melbourne or national popular shows, unlike mine. Um, but some of the artists that have been on the show, especially this year, just like it blows my mind, like Trevor Daniel, um, he's t- he teamed up with Selena Gomez for a song. Jonas Blue, Joel Corey. Um, loud luxury, mm. um, Brando, who did, um, the remake of, uh, look into my eyes, the Charles and Eddie eighties classic. Um, it's just, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a unique process. That's a totally different process in terms of the uh, upcoming artists because uh, upcoming artists tend to come to me cause they're looking for, you know, uh, a platform to promote, whereas. When I'm looking for bigger artists, I actually got to approach them because I'm thinking, oh, I'm interested. I want to give, yeah, I want to chat to you and I want to introduce you to the Central Coast. So it's kind of in terms, yeah, like you think about it in hindsight, it's a weird process in terms of trying to get talent on the radio, depending on what where you stand. Because sometimes I have to make the effort. Sometimes they make the effort. It's, yeah, no, you've you've spun my head out now thinking about it yeah
0: that. <laughs> yeah no it is interesting and but it is also interesting as well uh, as you mentioned there's sometimes the the major labels will send out an email like just like a weekly email thing yeah. you mentioned there or you know they'll do the pitching like oh yeah, this artist that, we're, that we've got has, has a new track coming out next week or something like that yeah um and it's interesting because like independent artists could can do that already can like can fulfill that role. I guess, I guess the role of the label there, the promoter there is, is just, they're just doing the work for the artist. They're doing, mm. they're doing the contacting for the artist. Yeah. So I guess that's maybe a little bit reassuring for independent artists that are just doing all the work themselves that, you don't have to have a major lo- label sort of backing you. You know, you can just do all the pushing and all the emailing yourself. You can
1: do the pushing yourself or you can get yourself a, a manager. You don't need a full fledged record label, although it would be nice. Um, mm. But you can just get like a little, um, a manager who does, it looks after like a little independent record label and uh, they'll do the, um, they'll do the um, pitching for you. I, mm. I know of a manager who, whose name I will refrain from saying, but he, always- I think I know who's,
0: do I know who you're talking about? I don't
1: know. Maybe I think
0: I, I think I do. Do, do, do I know them? of them? You, you, yeah. oh, I uh, If you if you're not sure, then then we're not on the, the same page. Name
1: starts with F. No. Okay, you don't know them. Um. Anyways, oh, were you thinking of someone that started with N? Mm. That used to work at this radio yeah. station. Yeah, which like, isn't
0: taboo. I mean, he might <laughs> mo- he might be listening to this podcast. He might be. That out to
1: old Nick Kelly. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not Nick Kelly. Although he's he is very instrumental in looking after. Mm upcoming talent so kudos yeah. to him but uh, this one he sent the one i'm talking about he sends me emails every week of artists that have got new music out and i look at these sort of emails and half the time the artists i don't even know i've never heard of before um and the songs are really good but obviously they're not a fit to my show but he pushes out uh, he pushes out artists and tries his best to get any form of publicity possible and it's a manager like that that you want because I see what he does and I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm thinking, if I had this guy as a manager and I was an artist, I would be like so thankful for what he does. These like, these emails are like th- a three-page essay kind of. Like he does a whole kit and caboodle, gives you a whole rundown and some of the artists I actually end up chatting to. Like he'll send me a thing and it's a personalised one too going, hey Brandon, you know, X, Y and Z are doing this and I might sit on it going, oh, I don't know if I want to and then, you know, I end up sometimes following through to the point where I did last week, I interviewed, um, a Melbourne musician called Chris Watts. Um, don't know if you're familiar with him, but oh. he has got a new song out and it's brilliant. Like he's been compared to like, uh, Sean Mendes and five seconds of summer in terms of his. Mm. So, and he's open for like Elton John and Robbie Williams. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. It turned into a pitching session for an artist. There. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. There's an example of how to pitch. Um, so yeah, it just it depends. I don't even know mm. what the original question was. Now I went on a tangent there.
0: Yeah, well, neither do I. I mean, it's, I mean that's that's the whole thing, though. It's chill, and we just go on tangents. I'm totally cool with that. Oh. Um, do, when when you receive contacts, when you see when you re, when you get contacted by an artist, big mm-hmm. or small, mm-hmm. um, do you ever get uh like um, often often artists get get told. I mean, especially when they're working with management, they put together like a little uh. I'm blanking on it. I'm blanking bio. on the what the term is. Sorry. Bio. Not not quite a bio. It's similar though. It's where it like contains like a bio and some photos and like some press important release. stuff that they've done. Sorry. Press release. Yes, press release. That's what I'm thinking of. Press release. How often would you get those? Because I've been told about oh, oh. those. Like as an independent artist, are they is, is press re, for is a press release a way to go? Is like maybe just like a one or two page thing where it's just boom here's me well, just gives, yeah, sells it, the artist.
1: Well, yeah, kind of like it's a spill that goes back to the original point. You're selling yourself. So a little press release, you know, even if you, I guess, yes and no, if you want to use a press release at the end of the day, you're selling a product. So if, even if you just did it in an Instagram message and said, Hey, you know, I've got this song, it's about this, 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 you know, you mm. use it or whatever. That's fine. But a press release is actually quite classy too because it actually gives you a bit of an overview of what, like a history kind of, like a little bio, what you've done, what you want to do, X, Y, and Z, a little picture as well, a little mugshot in the corner there. Um, so, yeah, but I think press releases, personally for me, are the way to go because mm. it gives me an insight because then I can look at it on a, a page and go, oh, yeah, he's done this, done this. Oh, he's done this as well, you know? So, you know.
0: True, and I... I guess I guess sending a press release just looks a bit more legitimate. You know what I mean? Like it looks. Well, a bit yeah, more, of
1: course. Rather yeah. than
0: just like an Instagram DM.
1: Yes, because I've got no idea who you are. It might be you might have you know shit music if you just send it off on Instagram. You might be Joe Blow and you know just have a little tambourine, a little ukulele. Right, but in terms of a press release, it is a bit more legitimate
0: indeed indeed um hey it's been a great chat so far and it's actually flown by really really quickly yeah. but yeah. I, I, as I as i mentioned before i really hope um some you know artists again this show is sort of really targeted to i guess artists of any, of any level but especially the independent level as in the name indie music diaries hmm. but um i really hope that artists get something out of this especially to coming from the radio side of things
1: i hope so too because i felt like I went on a bit of a tangent at some point before. No, it's
0: great. It's great. We love tangents here. Tangents mm. are great.
1: Uh, tangents are fabulous. They are <laughs> fabulous. Indeed. No, I, I hope. I hope it has been helpful for those listening or watching, depending on how you you're listening to this. Um, I hope. I hope it's been constructive in terms of mm. what you want to do moving forward. And you know, at the end of the day. Someone is always going to be out there listening. I like to listen. If you want to give me, you know, samples of music and I'll give you Mm. constructive criticism, hit me up on Instagram at Brandon Atkins radio. I'm sure you'll put a link up somewhere. Of course. In the
0: description, everyone. Yeah,
1: In the description on Insta stories when you share it. I don't know, but I'm always, I'm always open to hearing what people have got because Mm. 90% of the time, I'll use it in some form. Don't know how, but I'll use it. Um, But as I said, do your research. So maybe listen to what I do on the radio and go, oh will that be a fit? Maybe, maybe not. And also kind of look at the artists I've had too, because I think people can get intimidated at the fact that, oh God, he's been speaking to Ava Max. He's interviewed, mm-hmm. um, oh, I don't know, Trevor Daniel. But then also I'm interviewing these local artists like Alaska, Chelsea Berman, Chelsea Warner. So it's quite a, a a pool of talent that i get on the show so you know you might fit in on the show
0: definitely definitely and yeah like i said i think i mentioned that at the top that that's what i that's what i liked about the on Air with brennan action show so much is that it has the big artists but it also touches base with the smaller artists so well, when we started
1: um, well when we started back in 2015 i had an idea of where the show i wanted i just i wanted like you know big artists but i also wanted to shine a spotlight on the upcoming artists and then mm. when homebrew took over a few years later i thought well i'll give them most of the upcoming artists but mm. if any come to me and i like them i'm going to take them too because we both have different audiences and then i dropped that mentality like two weeks later i thought no i'm going to take the young, uh, upcoming talent too because you know it doesn't hurt to have more than one radio station or one mm. platform promoting you so you know submissions left right and center
0: yeah. Them through because more the merrier. More the, the, marrier, more the merrier. More sure. the more
1: the merrier. And you know, yeah. I like I like hearing what people have got, you know? So if you've got something, let me know.
0: There you go. Well hit up Brandon, maybe if you've got a new track coming out or something like that. And uh, sure. I'm sure Brandon will give it a give it a give it a little sneaky little spin. Yes. Uh, you might have to might have to Satisfy his requirements, but uh but no, no, no. There's a criteria,
1: there's a criteria you have to follow. for <laughs> the Boxes.
0: <laughs> That's it. No, but I know I mean, my me and myself. I've learned a lot of things personally just in our chat here today. I mean, maybe in my project next week to be working a working a press release for my for my next single. There
1: or you go. That will give you so something to do next week. Yeah, Work a yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. uh You've had a couple of photo shoots. Maybe use a little mug shot from the photo mm-hmm. shoot, in the corner there. Indeed. Definitely make sure you use the right font and it's not too big, not too small. It's just right.
0: Mm. Yeah. 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 It's always fun. The life of an independent artist, we're doing all the work, but um, I guess, yeah, that's, that's, that's the fun of it. It's crazy, but it's fun. But yeah, I I think uh, having that, the people on the other side, it, you know, they play such a big role when it comes to um, independent artists and wanting to build their career. It's, and as I mentioned, community radio station where you're at now is it's sort of like that 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 gateway into that world, which is awesome. Is. So, Brandon Atkins, thanks for coming on to the Indie Music Diaries and providing your grand wisdom.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure, and if you ever want to come back on the on-air with Brandon Atkins show, you're mm. welcome to be resume your co-hosting duties. But
0: as yeah. as artist or co-host,
1: as artist or co-host, yes.
0: Indeed. So, and before we do wrap up, give yourself a plug. Where can people find you? Where can people listen to the On Air with Brandon Atkins show?
1: Okay. So you can listen to the On Air with Brandon Atkins show on Coast FM on a Friday night or coastfm.org.au. Or you can podcast the show On Air with Brandon Atkins on iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts. I am there. Uh, Maybe listen to it once you've finished listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, And if you want to hit me up um, and have a little chat to me, Brandon Atkins Radio on Instagram. That's probably the best place Um,
0: you can. Very good. Very, very good. Well, once again, Brandon, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Um, I really hope everyone's gotten something out of this wonderful chat.
1: I hope so too.